0: Welcome to Getting Real About Baxter, the podcast where I talk to several experts about the various lakes, streams, and ponds in Baxter State Park and the fish that live in them. I'm your host, Sylvia Hart, with Friends of Baxter State Park, and in today's special episode, I chat with my grandfather, Scotty Skinner, who was a float plane pilot for 50 years. He tells me about the roles he played in assisting the park with his plane, and speaks about his time flying in and out of Katahdin Lake. So tell me about your life.
1: All right, my name's Scotty Skinner, and uh, I grew up in Ashland. Uh, I went to school in Ashland through high school, and uh, I was actually born in miscarried in a midwife house. But uh, uh, and I worked as a chore boy at Mansong and Lake starting when I was 13 years old, and that's when I first started in airplanes, and. Uh, I learned to fly probably and I really, even though I had no formal training, I started flying at 15 years old, (laughs) flying people. No formal training at all, but the fellow that owned the camps was an alcoholic so they wanted to fly with me instead of him (laughs) and uh, anyway, that's how I started in aviation. And I was in it for over 50 years. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where do uh, you live now?
1: I live at Pong now, and I have since uh, actually 1969. Holy. Yeah. I flew three years for another fellow, and then I started my own in '73,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and flew until about finished up in two thousand about uh, two thousand eleven I think I got done because it was really going downhill they were building roads everywhere and it was yeah the beginning of the end of aviation as we know it
0: yeah mm-hmm. um so how did um how did you enjoy being a float plane player
1: well plane? I loved it i, I wanted to do it i I actually uh, lived in the South for a while in Atlanta, and when I got, I I flew in the service helicopters, and when I got out, I went to work for Delta Airlines. I didn't fly for them. I sat in an office, and but I did go through a three-year airline academy at the time, and I but I wanted to come back here. I wanted to come back here and do this, mm-hmm. so here I am. <laughs>
0: Uh, how long did you own your own flying business, and what would you, what would the typical day look like in the flying business?
1: Well, I owned my own business from actually '73 until you know I got done in, in like 2011, mm-hmm. and I still owned airplanes after that. But uh, uh, you know, I I enjoyed what I did. That's why I did what I wanted to do. Yeah, that was my dream. From a kid to fly, yeah and I did, yeah, so I made a living out of it, uh mm-hmm. it was tough, there was some thin years, <laughs> but there were some good years too, a lot of bad weather, a lot of it's tough to do it if, if you can do that you can you can make if you can make a living here, you can make it in Maine, you can make a living most anywhere, I think
0: yeah. Um, so, how did having a float plane influence your own personal fishing?
1: Well, I really always used the airplanes. I had a lot of airplanes and I, I really used them as tools. Yeah. They were just there for business and, you know, I of course got pleasure out of flying them, but uh, as far as doing it for pleasure, I did it for business, that, that was strictly mostly business Mm -hmm. and uh, you know like I said I made a living doing it
0: what about the canoes you have stashed (laughs) everywhere
1: oh I had a lot of canoes I I owned one time I owned 68 canoes and I had them I had them stashed in quite a few places I actually still have a few around even though you know I I don't fly anymore
0: yeah um, someone was just telling me of a canoe they found stashed in Baxter somewhere and I I I laughed to myself because I thought oh my god I wonder if that's bee's
1: <laughs> oh I I had a few uh, I had I had one in Frost Pond and I had I had a few that I left at Webster uh, outlet for yeah. a while and stuff but but I left very almost none in Baxter Park because you know they had a lot of restricted areas so yeah. I never I never pushed the issue.
0: Mm-hmm. How often did you fish in Baxter State Park?
1: I didn't fish a lot in Baxter. Uh, I I fished uh, very little actually. In f- I fished in Frost Pond. I fished in Webster Stream, and I think it's it's about all the fishing I ever did in Baxter, really.
0: Yeah. Did you catch a lot of fish when you went?
1: Uh, well, we we I was in on. Being uh, flew biologists in the frost pond, there was no fish, and uh, we flew the we flew uh, fish in. We -hmm. also flew the biologists in, and and they propagated and they did very well. And then I fished it a couple of times on their request, uh, and they grew unbelievable, and now it's real good fishing in frost pond. Nice, and Webster Stream. Was it's really a really a, quite a hatchery, yeah? It is, it's you know, in the summertime, there's a few places to fish, but a lot of the pools get too warm and stuff, but
0: yeah. Um, can you tell me, um, what was your deal with flying into Katahdin Lake in the park?
1: Well, I I flew. I flew into Katahdin Lake because there's a sporting camp in there. And when the, there's several flying services that flew in there, and then when they got done, they asked me to do it. And uh, Katahdin Lake, uh, you know, was a a nice place to fly into, beautiful place. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I never fished it or anything, I just took people in and out of that sporting camp, that's all.
0: Mm-hmm. Where would the the people come to your flying business before?
1: Yeah. yeah and fly. They come up here and fly back down there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There was just no other way to get in there. Yeah.
0: Other than hiking. Yeah. No.
1: They had those people originally that I used before. When I first started flying, mm-hmm. they took people in with mules, but people really didn't want to go in with mules. No. They'd rather fly in.
0: Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Did you help the park at all with any of your flying services? Uh, well, I,
1: I used to fly the water bomber. I flew that for 10 years, uh, and I put fires out in the park. Yeah. And I flew on the Baxter fire uh, in 77, and that was a lot of flying. But, yeah, I, I, you know.
0: Did you do a lot of search and rescues for them?
1: I did. Uh, years ago, I did. I did quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I I would go into. I've been into Russell. I've been in a lot of places, you know, to take people out yeah. and, uh, in emergencies with broken legs and whatever, heart attacks and whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, wh- what was that like doing the water bombing and stuff? Well,
1: it's just a part of the flying. I mean, it's a uh, it's it's dangerous, but yeah. uh, but yeah. like on. That Baxter fire, I averaged my takeoff and landings every three minutes. Oh, I was dropping my God. water every three minutes. Yeah, and I did that for a total of a total of th- oh. over th- four days of fifty-four hours of flying. Holy! Cow. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was tough. It was tough.
0: Yeah. Um. What? How did? How does that work? Like, how does the water in the? Well,
1: you 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 land and you keep your speed up and uh, and you have a. A nozzle cut off at, at an angle mm-hmm. and it forces the water right up into the tanks and I had two tanks one on each pontoon and yeah. and it just uh, just fills them up in like a few seconds and then that's it you take off mm-hmm. and and then when you drop them your tanks flip towards the inside of your pontoons and the slipstream from your propeller drives it right down, so oh. it's pretty effective.
0: Yeah, that's that's really neat.
1: Yes, it's neat.
0: So when you brought the fish in for the the fisheries biologist in um, Frost Pond, was it kind of similar to that? Was it what? Was it similar to the like? Yeah, you have no, them in we the tanks?
1: no, we brought actually brought them in in, in buckets and coolers.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: yeah years ago. Yeah. And. Uh, and I th- I don't think Nels was in on that one, but he was, he might have been. Yeah. Nels Kramer.
0: Yep. Um, so if you could offer advice to a uh, young person like me looking to work in the outdoors, what advice would you give them?
1: Well, I love the outdoors. I don't know what to say, I mean, I think the closer you stay in nature, the better you are.
0: Yeah. For this episode, I'd like to thank Friends of Baxter State Park, Millennium Memorial Library, and Bibi, a.k.a. Scotty Skinner, my grandfather. Thank you. <laughs>